Hello everyone and welcome to The Waiting Room, the show that challenges you to thrive, not just survive in every area of your life. This is your host Rue and in this podcast I'll be talking about the lessons we learn from waiting in every season of life because it's all about waiting well. And in this episode I'll be talking about what intentional dating looks like. episode, I have been reading a book on intentional relationships written by Chris Suetocho and Dan Hoke. So there's a link in the description. You can uh, find it on thriftbooks.com. And it brings a different approach to dating as we know it. So I've been working on this uh, series for singleness. And this is the ninth episode in that series. So if you need to, you can catch up on the previous ones. But chapter 11 of the book talks about intentional dating. So I talked about what dating is and what it isn't and um, how to identify whether you know, you're in a position to start dating. All right. So this episode, I'll be talking about what intentional dating looks like. So at this point, you've made it past the intentional friendship phase. You've noted those red, yellow, and green flags, and now you're ready to start dating. But how do you know if you're ready? Well, here are some questions to ask yourself. Number one, have you prayed? Okay, so prayer is so important. Um, you know, putting God first in everything you do will help guide you and will, God will give you wisdom. God will give you insight. And, you know, he's going to be honest. He's not going to um, lie to you or let you continue believing a lie if you're, if you're willing to accept the truth. So it is so important, you know, to put God first and just see if that's what he wants. You don't want to get ahead of him because he's still you want him to have control because whenever we try to take control, things don't go the way they're supposed to. And we end up hurting ourselves. But if you completely give it to God and just let him take control and take over and you will know what he wants by praying. Number two, do you have an accountability partner? So it's very important to have somebody in your life who you can confide in, who you can speak to, and who's going to ask you hard questions uh, where you have to be honest about where you are in your relationship so they, you can stay accountable so you don't fall into sin because Sin likes to hide if you try to keep things hidden in secret. Now, I understand privacy. Privacy is very important, but secrecy can be damaging. So if you are hiding things or if you're not being honest, especially like with a close friend or a mentor or somebody who you confide in or look up to, then you might be setting yourself up for failure. So so it's important to find somebody who you can trust and confide in and who's going to keep you honest. Number three, how is your health? And that's across the board, physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. 
okay, even financially. Uh, so are you taking care of yourself? Are you taking care of your body, eating well, exercising? Because that also affects other areas, mental health and spiritual health, emotional health as well. Okay, mental health, are you growing? Are you dealing with the ups and downs of life well conflict and just different things like that spiritually how's your relationship with god are you growing there spending time reading your bible or uh, praying to god because if your spiritual health is deteriorating that's going to affect your relationships as well and you want to be with you want to be somebody who is spiritually healthy and attract somebody who's also spiritually healthy to have the relationship that you need to have. Emotional health is important as well. Emotional mental health and financial health. Get out of debt, you know, pay off credit cards, start paying off student loans, you know, improve your spending habits, start saving, those kind of things. Are you in that position? If not, are you working towards that? So maybe you haven't achieved your goal yet whatever the goal is but are you working towards it okay another question to ask yourself is have you healed from your past relationships and this is so important especially as you get older you probably have had several relationships and some might not have ended on very good terms but have you healed have you learned from those relationships have you moved on uh, from them if not take the time to heal because you're going to bring that baggage into a new relationship if you don't so handle your baggage number five have you taken children into consideration if applicable so this is a blended family situation you came from a previous relationships and you had kids uh, from a previous relationship then it is very important that you include your kids. Their opinions are, are important as well. And this needs to be a seamless and organic transition to dating somebody who has kids or if you have kids, inviting somebody into your life. So consider your kids, talk to them, engage in conversations, ask questions, see where they're at, how they feel, what's going on. Open that door of communication. This is how you'll know if you're ready. If you answered negatively to these questions, then it might be a good time to stop and reconsider if you want to enter into the intentional dating phase. All right. So once you start dating this person, and of course, you're going to ask them out and you're going to be intentional. So the most important thing with intentional friendships or dating is communicating talk about what your expectations are where you're at what you're feeling what you're thinking where you want to see the relationship go so when you start dating you know of course you'll ask a person out you're spending more time with this person and you're growing you're talking more on the phone and you're doing life more whether you know running errands or uh, whatever you typically do uh, you're starting to kind of integrate your lives right and when you start dating you're also growing in intimacy in all areas okay so spiritually you're growing together you're equally yoked believing god has brought you two together 
you're moving this relationship towards marriage based on shared beliefs and common beliefs you're also growing emotionally this is a phase where you are sharing your deepest vulnerable feelings and hopes with each other only so there at this point there's nobody else you should have this a closer relationship with you're exclusively dating and you you know sharing you know whether your past and just different things what you want to see what you hope for in the future and what you hope for in a marriage and what you'd expect in a partner and you know just things that you wouldn't share with just anybody okay so also in this intentional dating phase you are growing socially you are prioritizing planning individual activities alone is now a priority so you're doing more stuff together um, whether it's family functions or events, work events, church events, personal things, you know, you're including each other in your circle of friends. Also, you're growing intellectually. You understand and accept each other's thoughts and values and you support them. You know, you want to be with somebody who is going to encourage you, your dreams, your hopes, and uh, who, you know, pushes you, challenges you to step out and, you know, do whatever it is that you want to do. So uh, during this phase, if you're with somebody who's always condescending or belittling your dreams or not supportive, that could be a red flag. So you probably want to pause right here and... Think about what kind of relationship you want to be in and if this is what you are getting. Also, you're growing in commitment. This is where, you know, you're exclusively dating. You're committed more to each other. Is this, are you keeping your word? Does this person keep their word? Are they responsible? Are they there when they're supposed to be there? You know, doing what they're supposed to be doing. Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing, keeping your word? And, and lastly, you're growing closer together physically as well. So you show affection you you can show physical affection in non-sexual ways and you still maintain that those boundaries those healthy boundaries so there is a line uh, between showing physical affection and sexual arousal and so and I think it's important that you talk about those boundaries in this intentional dating phase especially early on don't leave it to chance because that could uh, put you in a position where you might fall into uh, temptation, give into temptation and fall into sin. And so, you know, talking a little bit about those physical boundaries, remember you're still just dating, you're not married yet. So you need to abstain from sexual activity. And God gave us a command, God gave us those commands for a reason because He knows how damaging it is. Uh, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, it is to us if we have sex outside of marriage. So being sexually active can cloud your judgment and create a false bond. You're really in a drug-induced state. Uh, so there's just a lot going on physiologically in your brain with all of the hormones. So it's harder to think clearly. That's why a lot of times when you're physically active early on in the relationship, it's easier to overlook red flags because your judgment is altered. This bond 
being physically active creates, you know, like I said, this false bond. This bond is intended for marriage. So it's under the context of marriage. It's perfect. It's supposed to work. That's how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to have this uh, connection with a person that you are married to. Okay, but if you're not married, that's when it's damaging. Also, this bond can damage future relationships as well. Uh, if you end up not marrying that person and then you move on to another, you create another bond with that person and it's just you continue the cycle and that could be very hurtful to you spiritually and to the other person. This bonding can increase the pain of breakup. So like I said, if it doesn't end up working out, you're emotionally and physically connected to this person. You've created a soul tie with this person and it makes it harder to break up and more painful. It makes it harder to actually call off the relationship. And then when you do call it off, it makes it that much more painful. So if you are in a relationship with somebody and you're dating and you don't cross that physical boundary, it makes that break a lot cleaner. So God created us to be highly relational by nature and to naturally bond with others but boundaries are important. So each relationship is governed by boundaries. And once those boundaries are crossed, that's when it causes damage. So God told us to keep the marriage bed pure. And that is done before and during marriage. So it's not just about not committing adultery once you're married, but you keep the marriage bed pure, even as a single, um, because you have to keep yourself for the for your future spouse. You know, God is going to bring you your husband and your wife. So even though you're not married right now, you have to sort of carry yourself like you already are because, I mean, technically we are the bride of Christ. We use our bodies to serve God. That's kind of like, you know, we give our bodies as a sacrifice. So until you're married, you shouldn't be involved in any sexual activity, even if you're dating or engaged. So that way, you are honoring God's word and keeping that marriage bed pure, okay? Another way to look at it is if you are dating somebody, technically they're not yours. First of all, they're God's child, but they haven't, you have no right to them, to their body. So if it doesn't work out and they end up moving on, you end up moving on, you're technically sleeping with somebody else's spouse, you know, which is um, adultery, in God's eyes. So just, you know, that's another way to look at it. Uh, so you don't cross that line. But so that's part of the intentional dating phase is you're growing in all of these areas, slowly merging your lives together, still using caution and using wisdom. That's why prayer is very important. But the Bible gives us many examples of relationships. There's Adam and Eve, there's Isaac and Rebecca, Jacob and Rachel, Ruth and Boaz, Joseph and Mary, just to name a few. Some were good examples of relationships and some were not so good examples. And, you know, God gave us the Bible to give us wisdom so we can learn from 
those uh, people's lives and the mistakes that they made or the decisions that they made. So in the Bible, it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. So put God first in everything you do and he will line everything up. So he will make straight your paths. He will be the light and he'll guide you if you put him first and he will put the right people in your life and he will open the doors that need to be open for you. But if we try to do it on our own, if we try to take control, that's where we end up opening ourselves up for failure. It doesn't always end well. And uh, so moving on to the book recommendation segment, this episode, once again, I want to recommend intentional relationships for singles. I've been recommending it this entire series. That's what inspired this series. So um, a lot of what I talk about is from the book and you can pick up a copy. The link is in the description. You can get it from thriftbooks.com. Uh, but um, it's very helpful. And I would recommend read it while you're single. And then when you start dating, and also when you are engaged, just all, all those different stages, because with each experience, you'll have a little bit of insight, you apply it a little bit differently to your life. And like I said, feel free to go back and listen to the first eight episodes in this series where I talk about red, yellow, and green flags. And we can talk about men and women having platonic, healthy platonic relationships and what dating is, what dating isn't. And, you know, depending on what season you are in your life, you know, some of those episodes might be helpful to you. All right, that is it for today's episode. I would like to thank you for joining me here in the waiting room. Look out for my next episode. In the meantime, please share this podcast with a friend. I need your help getting this podcast out to as many people. So share it with whoever you think would like to listen. And also please leave a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. I'd love to hear your feedback, your questions, your comments, your experiences. So you can email me at thewaitingroom at gmail.com or you can follow me on Instagram, The Waiting Room, or send me a message on my website. All the links are in the description. Until then, take care.